Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, There is Power in the Blood. new family moved into a farming community where the neighbors always helped one another gathering in the crop. When harvest time came around, the two young men of this family joined the workers so that their farm might also be included in the round-robin harvesting operations. At every home, they would remark about the good food served to the workers, but would always end up with a comment, "'It's all very delicious.'" But no one can make homemade bread like our mother. Finally, their turn came around to have the harvesters at their farm. Everyone eagerly anticipated tasting the super flavor loaves, about which they had heard so much about. When it was served, however, one bite was enough to bring strange looks to their faces. 
Somehow, they managed to down the odd-tasting bread. The men and the mother were busy drowning slice after slice that they did not seem to notice the disappointment of their guest. One of the workers finally ventured to ask the mother of the family, What recipe do you use? Oh, I never use a recipe, she replied. I have my own formula. Later, it was discovered that she always allowed the dough to stand so long that it always turned sour before she baked it. The boys, having been brought up on this sour bread, thought this was a normal flavor. The good loaves that others bake were therefore distasteful to them. So it is with many churches of our land today. They have been fed so long on the sour dough of religion and good works of a moral life, which is not according to God's good recipe of grace, that when they hear the gospel of grace, often it is distasteful to them. Only the Holy Spirit can change their perverted taste so that they will long for the eternal sweetness of the true living bread, which alone can nourish their souls to everlasting life. What will you be feeding on this morning as you go to church? Will your starving soul be fed the sour bread of human works or the sweet bread of the gospel of the grace of God? Listen now as Greg Mills sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Time After Time. The Savior is waiting to enter your heart. Why don't you let him come in? There's nothing in this world to keep you apart. What is your answer to him? Time after time he has waited before, and now he is waiting again to see if you're willing to open the door. Oh, how he wants to come in. If you'll take one step toward the Savior, my friend, you'll find his arms open wide. Receive him and all of your darkness will end. Within your heart he'll abide. Time after time he has waited before, and now he is waiting again to see if you're willing to open the door. Oh, how he wants to come in. You are listening to Joy in the Morning. 
which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We are excited and pleased to announce that our Sunday 10.45 a.m. service has begun meeting again. Due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, there will be no Sunday school, evening service, or Wednesday Bible study until further notice. We do hope to resume all services and ministries in the near future. Since these orders can be ever-changing, we encourage you to call the church office at 942-2131 if you have any questions concerning our church services. We invite you to listen or watch the services which we have always provided. Our services are on Facebook Sunday at 12.15 in the afternoon, 7 p.m. at night, Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Please visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14, and there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. Listen now as Buddy Hand plays for us this wonderful song, We Shall Behold Him.
gone by, most strangers who visited the great city of London, England, went to see the famous tunnel under the River Thames. It is a large, substantial road built in the form of an arch directly under the bed of the river. It is one of the most wonderful works that human skill ever succeeded in making. The man who planned it and built it was one the gentry of England. His name was Sir Isambard Brunel. He was so humble that he was willing to learn a lesson from a tiny little shipworm. These worms bore small round holes to the solid timbers of ships. One day, Sir Brunel visited a shipyard. An old ship was on the dry dock being repaired. A quantity of worms eaten timber that had been taken away from her sides. He picked up one of these pieces of timber and saw a worm at work boring its way through. If he had been a proud man, he might have thrown the timber aside feeling disgust for the little worm. But this great man was willing to learn from anything God had made, however insignificant it might be. So he sat down. And he watched the worm at its work. He studied carefully the form of the hole it was boring, and the thought occurred to him how strong a tunnel would be that was made of the shape of this hole. So when he was asked to build a tunnel under the river Thames, he said he thought it could be done. Using the ship's Worm's hole as his model, he undertook to build it, and he succeeded in the work. Not only did he learn from the lowly worm, but he also acknowledged to others that this is where he had gotten the idea. He was truly a great man, one who was humble and therefore able to be used. Many would like to be used by the Lord to do great things for him. But few are willing to do the little necessary things that must be done, things that no one sees for which there's no praise of man. 
However, God uses any individual who is willing to be humble and to do the job he has for them in order to be a blessing to others. We must forget our own prideful ambitions and be willing to do whatever it is God has for us. Listen to the words of this song as Larry Grable, Bill Burkett, Dave Kephart, and John Harris sing, Step Into the Water. Step into the water, wait out a little bit deeper, wet your feet in the water of his love. Step into the water, wait out a little bit deeper, come join angels singing praises to the Lamb of God. It is time we the people stand up for what is right. It is time we squared our shoulders back, raise our swords to fight. For the Bible is our weapon, and the Spirit is our shield. The church needs more of its members to be workers in the field. Step into the water, wait out a little bit deeper. Wet your feet in the water of His love. Step into the water, wait out a little bit deeper. Come join angels singing praises to the Lamb of God. There is victory for the Christian who walks the narrow way. There has been a prize appointed for the soul that does not pray. Oh, I want to live for Jesus, be all that I should be, so that I can rest with Him forever, live eternally. Step into the water, wait out a little bit deeper, wet your feet in the water of His love. Step into the water, wait out a little bit Come join angels singing praises to the Lamb of God. Come join angels singing praises to the Lamb of God. Step into the water. Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth, the Parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter number 19, verse 11. And as they heard these things, he added and he spake a parable because he was nigh to Jerusalem and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. There are many parables given by the Lord Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry. The word parable means something thrown alongside. The parable places a truth from nature alongside a spiritual one, a placing side by side. A short story on which something else is figured or in which the parable is used to represent and illustrate the real. Parables are figures of speech used to illustrate spiritual truths. It is important to understand the Lord Jesus Christ's parables given during his earthly ministry. The interpretation is concerning the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, and not 
the church, the body of Christ. So much confusion is a result of interpreting the parables with the church in mind or this present dispensation of grace. The reason for this parable is the people thought the kingdom of God was going to be set up immediately. The purpose of the parable was to show that the kingdom would not be established immediately. The Lord Jesus Christ did not and could not have offered the kingdom to Israel during his earthly ministry. Why not? Because he had to die first. You have to have the cross. You must have had the cross before the glory of the kingdom. There are two comings of the Lord Jesus Christ. His first coming, his birth, his earthly ministry, the cross, his death, his resurrection. The second coming, coming back in judgment and the establishment of the kingdom. Luke chapter number 19, verse 12 to 15, the parable of the nobleman. He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom in return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. In the the parable, you have a nobleman, you have a far country, to receive for himself a kingdom, to return, to occupy his citizens. They hated him, they sent a message, and when he was returned, having received the kingdom. The identification of the elements and the individuals of the parable. The nobleman is the Lord Jesus Christ. The far country is heaven. The country is his ascension following his death, burial, and resurrection. And then remember, during his 40 days on earth, his post-resurrection appearances, he was teaching his disciples about the kingdom. To receive for himself a kingdom. God the Father is the one for whom the authority to receive to establish the kingdom. The return is the second coming. The citizens hating him and sending a message are the unbelieving religious Jews. How did the citizens hate him? How did they hate him? John chapter 1 verse 11. He came unto his own and his own received him not. What about Luke chapter 23 verse 17 verse 18? For of necessity he must release one unto them at the feast. This is talking about Pilate. And he's going to offer the Lord Jesus Christ or Barabbas. What was their reply? And they cried out all at once, saying, Away with this man and release unto us Barabbas. The cry was, Give us Barabbas. Barabbas was a a murderer. And they wanted him released and they wanted Christ crucified. Do you realize, I'll read you Numbers chapter 35, verse 30, that was a violation of their own law. The Word of God says, Whoso kills any person, the murderer shall be put to death by the mouth of witnesses, but one witness shall not testify against any person to cause him to die. They hated him and sent a message after him saying, We will not have this man. Notice the phrase in the words, This man to reign over us. The book of Acts is not the Acts of the Apostles. It is the act of the Lord Jesus Christ through the Apostles whom he had chosen. It begins with the twelve, ends up with one, and you can see this in Acts chapter 1, verses 1 and verse 2. The twelve Apostles, now including Matthias, were the representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ on earth. Look at the message of the unbelieving Jews that was sent back to heaven that we don't want you to reign over us. 
In Acts chapter 2, you have Peter's first Pentecostal address. In Acts chapter 3, you have Peter's second Pentecostal address, the healing of the lame men, where? At the temple. Acts 3.14, he says, But you denied the Holy One and just. As this man was healed, this lame man, everyone knew who he was, and now as he is running around and praising God and jumping up and down, the Apostle Peter uses that door, that open door, to preach to these people who are standing there in amazement. You've denied the Holy One just. Verse 15, you have killed the Prince of Life. Really, in Acts chapter 3, verses 24 to 26, Peter now, for the first time, is offering the kingdom to the nation of Israel. And literally, as you read the end of Acts chapter 3, keep going. Literally, there is no chapter break between Acts 3 and 4. Literally, as the apostle Peter is speaking to the people, the Sadducees, the priests, and the captain of the guards come upon them, and notice the words in Acts 4, they were grieved. What's the... the response and, and, and the issue now that occurs. Peter and John are imprisoned. Read Acts chapter 4. Read specifically verses 13 to 16. Then in Acts 5, you see the power of the apostles. Yet in verse 17, we see the high priests and the Sadducees are filled with indignation. Then in Acts chapter 5, verses 34 to 39, you have the council of Gamaliel. He says, he tells these the Sanhedrin, these religious leaders. If this is of man, what the apostles are doing, it's going to come to nothing. But it's of God, you cannot overthrow it. Look at their response. They agreed, but then they threatened them and they beat them. Then in Acts chapter 7, you have the stoning of Stephen. Those were all messages being sent back. The interpretation, very clear. It's a literal kingdom. The Lord Jesus Christ did not go to heaven to set up the kingdom up in heaven. He went to heaven, he returned to heaven, his ascension, to receive the authority from God the Father to return and to set up the kingdom here on earth. Some try to spiritualize this parable and hence spiritualize the kingdom, but this parable is very specific. The kingdom is to be a literal kingdom, and God has not given him the authority to return because we are living today in the dispensation of God's grace. You see, when you understand God's word, when you apply 2 Timothy 2.15, you rightly divide it, it makes sense. The confusion comes in because people try to put the church here. We need to keep studying as believers the word of God to be those approved workmen. And if you don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, you need to trust him right now before it's eternally too late. listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is the